everyone. Happy September. It's time for another edition of Ask the Amigos. I am your good pal, Amigo Aaron, joined today by my partner in crime, John Boat of Karshaller. Hello, everyone. Boat. There you Hello. go. There you go. So, Boat, let's get it started. What's going on? Give me some good All questions right. here, So, the way this works is we've got a Discord channel where people can ask us anything, and we answer all of your burning questions. So we're going to kick things off with the old super tech boy. He says, what is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? They're all good, Boat. Um, they're all good. What's the one with the coconut and the chocolate? That oh, one? that's the old samosa. That's the one. The samosa. I like that yeah. one. That's good eating. It's better than the Samoan, which tastes kind of sweaty. Well, the Samoans, remember the wild Samoans that you would eat raw fish right there on the... Yeah. Yeah. They didn't portray wow. Samoans in the in the greatest light back in those days, <laughs> you know. And really, those are people you don't want to anger. No, so I, no. <laughs> so I, I love the Samoans, but yeah, Samoans is a good eat. What about you? I like the tagalong. Tagalong's got the caramel in there, the chocolate, the caramel, and the crispy, crispy at the eat. bottom. Yeah, right. Is, yeah, is there is there is there any cookie you hate? No, there's no you cookie could, I hate. You could cut those in the dust, and I would snort them. Yeah, that's how tasty they are. <laughs> Graham W. Vebke asks, he says, you have a wish granted where you can invite five people to spend an entire day with you anywhere in the world with entertainment of your choosing. These people can be any person in history or current times. So who do you invite, Aaron? So we could pick five people from, I guess five these people. would be real people that lived. Right. Yes. Hist any per people or history or current times. <laughs> well, I'd invite my son because I want him to experience what's getting ready to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I would get, uh, you got to have Houdini. I like to have mm -hmm. him in there. I would like to have, uh, let me see. I'd like to have um, George Washington would be interesting to have in there. I put him in there. So that's three. Uh, I want to have uh, Stan Lee. Mm -hmm. I get him in there. And then let's get someone real bonkers. I mean, I'm assuming you had these people. People had to speak the same language as you. No, we we can we can for, they'll have a babble fish. Oh, okay. Well, that's outstanding. Let's go for somebody like uh, I don't know uh, Socrates. That'd be interesting okay. and educational. There you go. Okay. For me, I'd probably have you. What? Not I'd even. I get the chud in there. <laughs> um. Did I misunderstand the question? What's happening? <laughs> You're gonna get the trud of all yeah. the people ever that lived. Listen, uh, I'd probably get Ric Flair, um, okay. Jesus. What a and, combo! And Ric uh, Flair, Jesus, and Chud. Well, that's the Holy Trinity of I don't know what. And I'm trying to think about who my last person would be. Oh man, that's tricky. That's tricky. With all those heavy hitters, it's hard to think of a fifth. Why Ric Flair? I'd Why probably, not Zeus I'd probably get Eep in there. I'd I was going to say, you left Eep out. You, yeah, think about I, I, it. I'd let, I'd, I'd let Eep tag along. Sorry, Eep, you can't meet <laughs> Jesus Christ, but I do have the chud here. She would, that'd be an instant divorce, you idiot. <laughs> or Where would you want this day to occur? Oh, man. Where? I mean, it had to be somewhere real nice, right? Um, you can be anywhere. Oh, gosh. Uh well, I, I almost said the top of, like on top of the Himalayas, but that would be probably not that comfortable. <laughs> you know, so probably on top, you know, these buildings that have like the private 
pool and stuff on top uh-huh. of them. Like yeah. something like that. A real nice, like high rise, like somewhere you're way up in the air. You know, it's beautiful gardens and crafts, something like that. Yeah. I don't Boy, have a specific place. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. I might have to steal that. I like that. I, I would I would definitely want somewhere where you could be by it's like remember the at the end of smile at the end of the spinal tap how they're talking about their their new endeavors and they're at that rooftop sort of gala and they're talking about Saucy Jack, their new musical. That's yeah. where I'd want it. I'd want to That's be right. at yeah. the location where they where Spinal Tap announced Saucy Jack. I'll find out where that was. I'd go there. All right. That um, sounds good. Okay. And who is providing the entertainment or what activities would you choose? Well, you got to think of who you've got with you and what they would dig. All right, mm-hmm. and you're screwed. I don't know what you're gonna have done. It's your, it's your my my group will provide the entertainment. I think I would get. Let's see, what does everyone like? Well, I would have a uh, uh, let's have Liberace because I could sneak him in to my uh, outfit. Mm-hmm. He'd be playing piano for me, both. Hmm. Uh, yeah, why not? He's your sixth man. I love Liberace. Plus, he's a good entertainer. That's true. And then I would also get uh, up there. Uh, let's go on a thing. So I could have like a, a three piece band, right? Mm-hmm. So I would have Liberace. I would have uh, 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 Freddie Mercury. Okay, uh, that's good. Uh, he, as your singer. Right. And then you got to have a guy to play. What's a good thing? What's a good instrument to go along with that? You got to have, you gotta you have some about, drums, probably. No, no. Well, uh, no. Uh, okay. I got a four-piece band. Okay. I got uh, Ringo Starr and Louis mm-hmm. Armstrong. Those. That's my oh, band. Man, that's yeah. Beat that. I can't. So what I would do is I would have, like I said, I would have my group provide their own entertainment. So I'd have the Chud sing Inka Dinka Do. Oh man! If he ever <laughs> hears this show, he's gonna come and kill you. <laughs> And then I would have you just sort of perform your usual wacky. Oh, that, I'm there. I forgot. Yeah, I don't. I don't do anything. And then I'd, I'd probably let Jesus take do whatever do whatever he wanted. I'd, oh, I'd, would I'd you let him, him do that? And then and then I, then I'd have then I'd have Ric Flair cut a promo on you because I know that would be a dream come true. You better keep him away from me. Is what I would do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And the bar. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Anyway, a, there we go. What a, what a question. What a Jeez. question, Graham. Good work. Dave Velociraptor. Did you have a good 50th birthday, Aaron? There is no such thing, Edwin. Or no, who said that? Dave? Dave. Dave, you know I didn't. I made it through. I'm still here, Bo. But I wouldn't know. I would not call this a, 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 a outstanding birthday. No. Hmm. Pinball da. machine's cool, though. Da, crabs. MTG asks... What makes Tudor's Biscuit World in West Virginia so great? I'll answer this one, Aaron. <laughs> one word. Lard. Tudor's is the only place that puts lard in their biscuits. Everybody else uses butter or margarine. Lard is what makes the world go round. I will just say that they're not better than any place else. I'll be honest. With you. I think that's overrated. I mean, they're okay. Where would I'm... you rather eat biscuits? Listen, than if I had my, you know, I get the sausage biscuits over at Bojangles, and I think they're way better. So there you go. I've never eaten Bojangles, so I can't I can't answer that. Mm-hmm. Where do you go for Bojangles? Well, unfortunately, all the places I went for Bojangles are now out of business. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. Pajaco6502 says, there can be only one. In an epic, no-holds-barred fight to the death, which fast food mascot would come out victorious in a battle royale? Hmm. Fast food mascot, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm not going to go by what's my favorite fast food. 
you know i mean i'm trying well to yeah them. why would you do that right but, but we're talking about mascots which one's the right. toughest right right well you know you got big boy he's huge he's he's big He's you like know. the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Who else you got? Ronald McDonald, the Burger mm -hmm. King, Wendy. What you gonna do? Nothing. That's what. Nothing. You know. Uh, I guess you can still count Big Boys and Shoney's as a fast food place. You sort of yeah. can, can't you? Yeah. Uh, um, I can't think of too many others. I mean, the Five Guys. What are they gonna do? You know, make your so. Own what's the your answer? Who's so gonna go reign the, supreme? I'm gonna go with the Big Boy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna the go the other boy. way. Yeah. White Castle. Who's their mascot? White Castle. You think That's anything's going to destroy the White Castle? You think Marlon yeah. McDonald pounding on the door is going to do anything? Yeah, you think, think the king sneaking around is going to do anything? You're okay. not going to destroy the White Castle. Nobody's ever taken the White Castle. Okay, the Brent. Mr. I'm going to make the question into some weirdness. You can't think of anybody until you went to the White Castle, didn't you? What a <laughs> spudhead. Don't, don't, don't peek into my mind. Yeah. Lobsterminator asks, let's say that you are in an incorporeal, that's a hard word for me to say, time traveler who doesn't affect anything and you have no risk of harming yourself. So pretend like you're a time traveler. All what right. ancient civilization would you like to observe? Ancient civilization, eh? Mm -hmm. Well, I want you to go first on this one, Boat. I have always been kind of fascinated by ancient Greece. Mm -hmm. Everybody walking around wearing the togas, Socrates out there doing his thing. Yeah. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to see that. Plus you, you get all the, uh, the beautiful architecture, the viaducts, stuff like that. I think that'd be cool. I'm going to go to a different direction here, boat. Okay. I want some action. I'm a time traveler. You can go watch people create crap, make aqueducts like crap. Boring. Okay. I'm going to the, uh, the Aztec nation. I want to see mm. it going down. Yeah. Big well, you'll see it. Pyramids. Suckers getting cut in twain, you know, mm -hmm. burnings, big mm -hmm. sacrifices, the whole nine yards. That's what I want. Okay. Plus a little Native American action in there. It'd be awesome. Yeah, that's legit. Mm. Now, what historic event would you like to witness? Man, historic event. Um, well, I mean, it, think about historical events that are like one singular point in time when they went mm -hmm. down. All right. Can you think of one off the top of your head that yes. you'd like to see? All right. Yes. Crucifixion. I knew you were gonna say that uh, something religious. I mean, why, why would I not say? Why would I say anything different? I mean, that would, that would, that would be. I mean, it, I can't think of anything that I would rather see than that. Any point in, I would like to see the creation of the universe, or or at least the or at least the Milky Way. So okay. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go way okay. back. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see if that Big Bang angle, if that's crap or not. Okay. You know? You know, and then maybe if I had time, we'll swing by and see what happened to the dinosaurs. Since we just covered primal rage last week, it's been on my mind. But <laughs> um, Brutal Barracuda asks if you could pick any Amiga game to see a AAA remake or sequel, which would you choose? And Brutal says for him it would be Wiz and Liz. It would not be for me. Uh, listen, we, we've talked about a million of these uh, uh, over the years. And and I was gonna say wings, but it, it, that sort of happened. I mean, they redid mm -hmm. wings, and it was good, you know. And it, I liked mm -hmm. what they did. Hunter's fresh in my mind. That was an that'd be a great, neat game to see modernized, and you could do it too with the same plot and stuff. In fact, it would probably be more make more sense to exist now than it would have been back in those days. The question once, is, is the question is, is would it be the same? Because there's a million games that are like Hunter now. Uh, well, so. I know You're, that is the problem. What, does anything spring to your mind or off the top of your head? 
I yeah. I mean, I I would love to see a triple A sequel to Lionheart with actual better controls and more of a Metroidvania style game. No, the Matrix. I don't like the Metroidvania. I don't like going back and forth. I want to go from the beginning to the end. It's just, you don't like just going more. back and forth. Half of what you do in Lionheart is backtrack. Well, it, no, you try not to. This, except it's backtracking without a purpose. Yeah, there's a purpose. It's you because you screwed up. The purposes yeah. don't screw yeah. up. It's, it's a purpose. I'm gonna go with a game. You know. We covered a game a while back. Uh, believe it or not, I'm going to go down to the... And this is, again, in the Wings line. But I really enjoyed it. But I'd like to see it modernized. And that was Knights of the Sky, Boat. That was a lot oh, of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see, like, a super great graphics version of that. With, like, where they did the mapping right and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a lot of fun. And I like yeah, I like I that World War One. And let's face it, it had a different slant than uh, Wings. Wings is more passionate about giving you... The historical uh, knowledge, what went down in an interesting way. But Knights of the Sky was a straight-up simulator of the various aircraft and stuff, and I thought that was kind of neat. So I wouldn't mind seeing like a real juiced-up version of that, like a World War One flight sim. Yeah, that, that's, that's a great choice. Although Walker, as Bartman just said, that'd also be a good choice because Walker's awesome. That's a darn good choice there. Um, Mitsuyama asks, which misconception about West Virginia annoys or frustrates you the most? Mostly I'm annoyed because they're right. <laughs> <laughs> the problem. Um, I'm trying to think. Does anything pop into your mind? I mean, there's plenty I, I, of obvious I, I, ones. I don't know if it's West Virginia specific or just sort of like rural America um, based. Because, I mean, you could say this about anywhere where it's more rural, but I think a lot of times people associate uh, academic intelligence with, like, real-world intelligence. Um, You know, there are people that sound like hicks that don't, you know, that that didn't go to college, that know a heck of a lot about a lot of stuff, you know. And, And when the times get tough, and when push comes to shove, they're the ones that are that are probably going to survive a lot more than people that, that aren't that way. And I think a lot of times people don't realize that. But that's not West Virginia specific. Well, and the problem is, listen, I'm going to bury the state. There are a lot of idiots here. Oh, yeah. Few, there's a lot of idiots everywhere. There's a lot everywhere. of idiots everywhere. Uh, but we don't excel ourselves. In, in, um, I'll tell you what I get tired of. It's I do get tired of just... The general stereotyping. Perfect example. Our minor league baseball team just got a new mascot and a new name this week. They were the Western Power, and they've changed them to the Charleston Dirty Birds. Okay, that's a stupid name. Yeah. And the premise of the Dirty Birds is that it celebrates the canaries that died in the coal mines for methane gas. <laughs> this is not me making this up. Okay, no, it's so, 100% true. So what? And that's and they're dirty because they're in a coal mine. Well, listen. This is 2021. Coal's on its way out. There's more crap here than coal. Newsflash. There's other stuff. We do other stuff. Coal is almost... There's very little to do with coal anymore because no one's buying it. I would like to see the stigma that all we're known for is just the fact that we've got a bunch of coal. That We got this guy. Teresa was like, listen, why aren't we the West Virginia Mothman? That would have been right. an awesome name. That would have been also, man. You know, but they dropped the ball because some yeah. corporate idiot, they decided to go out of state to get some geniuses at a marketing firm to come up with a logo. And they were like, well, let's see. What's what's you known for? They got dumb hicks and coal mines. Bam, let's do it. And that's how we got the dirty birds. You're Horrible. ignoring the obvious choice, Aaron. The, 
the gamble trains. You're right. The I think the gamble trains. Yeah, we know about the other meetings of Dirty Birds, which apparently no one else knows about those either. So yeah, we know. We know. Pixels at Dawn asks, "What is your favorite radio show?" Jeez, that's a loaded question for me. It's like old time radio show. You can be oh, anything. Okay. Open ended well, question. Well, I mean, yeah, everyone knows I like I like Art Bell a lot, uh, but I'm going to go back. It's not my favorite because I mean, I, it's going to be an old radio show. I love suspense. I love the Whistler. Um, I love the Mercury Players. Uh, but if I had to pick one. I love Escape, which is great, but I'm going to pick the CBS Radio Mystery Theater. Uh, uh, that's probably my favorite one. It ran for a, a goodly amount of time. The episodes are about 45 minutes long. I would say that's probably my favorite. But, I mean, there's a lot of great ones, Boat. Yeah, for me, um, I really like Tony Kornheiser's radio show. Um, I don't even know if it exists as a radio show anymore. It might just be a podcast, but I've been listening to that uh almost daily since 2004 so we're going on almost 20 years of, of listening to that um and you know when you listen to a show for that long like it's uh well it's like with, with so many people in art bell you know people listen to art bell for decades and yeah, or, uh, or rush limbaugh which yeah. i listen to, i listen to rush forever mm -hmm. i wouldn't call him my favorite because i often wanted to murder him because of the dumb things he said, but I, I, it's funny. I can't get into sports radio at all. I never could. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's funny. I, I'm not really politically inclined, but I'll listen to rush on and off for decades. And I, it's one interesting way. I like. I used to listen to it. People would make fun of me, but it's, I, I it's a good way to keep up on what people think, mm -hmm. you know, what people yeah. are thinking about, uh, 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 that aren't necessarily in line with the way you think. And it gives you a window into what they're thinking. So I, I listen to a lot of rush, but no, uh, uh, most of what I listen to is, is classic radio shows, but you know I can understand a lot of people like sports, and it's you know I like corn high. There, there's there's up. something there's something comforting when you listen to sports talk radio because everything is just so utterly meaningless that you know that uh, you know you can just turn your mind completely off, and uh, that that's brought me a lot of comfort over the years. But I understand totally why people don't don't get into it. Well, it, the, the radio, sports radio to me, it's it's, and I can't say what I think it is, but. It, you're right. It's utterly pointless, but it's a it's a it's a station or multiple stations where people take pointless speculation and make that the most important thing on earth, and then it's and that's justifying the existence of their show. And so when you listen to the stuff that they debate and stuff, if you're an outsider, you just think to yourself, it's a lot like Rush Limbaugh. It's like this is really stupid. Why does anyone care? But people do. So you know, mm -hmm. there you go. There you go. It's why why would people sit around listening to two guys talk about video games? The worst. <laughs> I've always um, wondered that one. David Hearn, writer, asks, I realize it's an Amiga podcast, but what are your favorite Commodore 64 games? Mm, let's see. Um well, of course, uh, some of them, are the Atari shares, stuff like a Blue Max is good. Uh, but the Blue Max for C64 is crap. No, it's not. It's very, very yeah. similar. I don't agree no, with that. Uh, what? Have you played Blue Max for the C64? They're not similar it. at all. They're two totally it, different games. I played it yesterday, but... They're two I, totally like, different games. Hey, it I'm runs just, freaking slow. I'm on it like I see it, Boat. I, 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 I think it's. I think it's, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, what is that game? We, me, and you played it on ARG, where you go through the woods. Oh, Forbidden Forest. Forbidden that Forest. Great. That was yeah. a great game. Yeah, uh, boat. Uh, what? What are you got? Anything that pops up your head? Uh, Park Patrol. 
Yeah, that's, that's a game another I really good enjoy. One. Yeah, that's. A um, one, I yeah. wish that I could find. You know what? And I'm sure that this list exists. I'd love to find a list of C64 platform exclusives because uh, I I need to know more about you know because there's a, like you said there's a ton of games that were ported to all the 8-bit systems that are on the C64 and a lot of times the C64 is the best version um, but a lot of those games were also ported to the NES and the NES version is the best so I'd I'd love to see a list of only C64 games and get a chance to play because like you said Forbidden Forest that was a that was a great game great discovery um, so yeah I to be honest with you C64 and me. You know, I, I'm late to the party. I'm, I, maybe I still haven't arrived at the party yet. Some of the new stuff coming out for the CC4 is just mind blowing. I mean, they, their whole oh, yeah. scene is off the charts. That they, game you and Brent played the other week, Hawksmoor or Shadow yeah, over Hawksmill Hawks, or Hawks, whatever. Hawksmill, yeah. That wow, yeah. what a game, eh? That was a real special yeah. game. So yeah, the C64. I, I, I'm a lot. Uh, I'm a lot cooler with it than Boat. Boat's not down with the old brown. Mitsuyama asks, what was the first game that made you think, wow, graphics are never going to get better than this? Oh, God. <laughs> this happened so many times, Boat. What was the well, first time that that happened to you? I'd say Zaxxon would probably be it when that came out. I believe that was out in 82, I think. Um, and I thought to myself, holy smokes, 3D, you know. But mm. I I can think of the many times it's happened. That was one the time the first time I saw uh, uh, pole positions. Another one I couldn't believe how awesome it looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I first saw Ridge Racer, and I was like, "Holy, this is it! This is the pentacle." When mm-hmm. I saw uh, Super Mario Brothers for the first time, that's another one. I was like, "My God, this is amazing!" This I mean, that was just the graphics. It was the graphics and the sound, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone mentioned Doom. That's another one when I first saw Doom over at the Chuds. You know, but I think if I go way, way back, it would be it would be, be pole position. I'll take another one that got me was Turbo. I thought that was another amazing looking game mm-hmm. back in the yeah, day. So yeah. whichever between Turbo, Pole Position, uh, one of those games, whichever one came out first, would probably be the one that that I was like, "Holy smokes, that's amazing!" There are two games that stand out for me. I, by the way, I'm surprised you didn't mention Smurf on ColecoVision. Smurf I was that good, that, but it came. I was already impressed before that came out. I was trying to mm-hmm. get the very first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Smurf um, was awesome. Holy smokes, it looked great. Yeah, and Donkey when Kong I first, in there too. When I first saw Stun Runner, I thought that was mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Um, and um, when I first saw, and this is kind of a funny answer, but when I started getting Nintendo Power, I still didn't have a Super Nintendo. I just had a regular Nintendo, and they showed a wrestling game. It was one of the WWF games. And the graphics were so good. Well, they were so much better than the eight bit systems. I thought yeah. that they looked like photographs. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, these these can't be real. They can't be real. And and so, uh, those are the two that come to my mind. And of course, it happens every time. Like I remember the first time that I played uh, Oblivion on the 360. I was like, man, this is crazy. Um, but by that time, I was already knowing that things were keep were going to keep getting better. And so, yeah, it's um, it's funny. It's funny to look back. Because if you look at back at a game, of course, I'm a, a little bit older than you, but if you look back at a game like Zaxxon or Turbo or something like that, you don't think that much about it. But, I mean, you, you really have to put yourself in the in the uh, time. And a game like Zaxxon, for example, that had that uh, that had that had perspective was just something you'd never seen. I'd never seen yeah. it. You know, it just blew your mind to see something like that. Right, right. Christian Russell asks, given you can work out some of the kinks, which gaming world could you see yourself living in, either retro or modern, or ant? Either way, we've had a similar question to that before. You know, 
I'm sure I didn't answer this way before, but I, you know, there are some worlds I just find just really look clean. Did you ever mm-hmm. play a game called Mirror's Edge? That uh, game, I've seen it before. Yeah, it's quite a game. It's like a parkour game. Mm-hmm. The world that was in just seems so clean and 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 uh, and beautiful and bright. I really like the look of that game. So I'm gonna. I'm. Just, that's the first one that popped into my head. So I'm gonna go with that. It just looked nice. Now it was an oppressive death world, but I mean, it, lo- it looked awesome. <laughs> you, you know, it's urban. You wouldn't want to be the star of Mirror's Edge as you frantically no. scramble across buildings to. Um, I got to go with Animal Crossing. I mean, it's I like it. my perfect existence. Man, I love that there. game. That that, that all... is the that is the cure for zombie right there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, let's see. Buck Owens says, "What is your favorite television show theme song?" Great question. Hmm. Gosh, there's so many good ones in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Airwolf is awesome. I'm going to name a bunch. I have to narrow it down. Uh, good times. We're good times. Mm-hmm. Always like that one. Layoffs. Yeah, um, was good. The, the old Dukes of Hazard thing, Night Rider. That was a great one. Um, gosh, of all those, and I've got to pick. You know, I like the Enterprise. I know a lot of people hated that one, but I liked it. Uh, the uh, Enterprise theme. Um, Firefly has a great as a great song. I, I really like that one too. Uh, but I'm going to probably go with Airwolf. I always love mm. that the tune. That's why it's on my mm-hmm. phone. Uh, I've got a couple. Uh, really like Night Court. Yep. We had a guy that played that at my school. It was in the band. He used to play that on the bass, you know. That's awesome. Um, I really like uh, Sanford and Son. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, that was a yep. great song. Yeah, it's a good one. My favorite is probably Taxi. I really like the theme from Taxi. Nice yeah, like, that's a good one, too. Uh, but my favorite with words has got to be old Welcome Back, Cotter. That's a good that's one, my, too. Yeah. Listen, yeah. you can, uh, uh, Greatest American Hero. That's another mm-hmm. great one. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. I mean, there were ton- there, yeah. There were tons of, uh, of great ones. But yeah, those are uh, Hawaii Phobos, which that's another great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's too many to, I mean, we could make a whole show just that. Right. <laughs> um, Frodo and Ella asks, what did you eat during your first meal today? <laughs> well, that's a funny question. So I haven't told you this, but my refrigerator blew up. Oh, and so great. yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. And so <laughs> I scrambled a bunch of stuff out of my fridge this morning. I took it to work because I got a fridge at work. And so I, I'm just going to eat everything that I had in my freezer for a period of weeks and months <laughs> and for lunch. It works. So I don't waste it. Right. So today I had uh, I, I had part of a Salisbury steak and a corn dog. That's what I had today. <laughs> And so I was really living large, Boat. How'd you do at your uh, palace of extreme food? Well, Eep, you know, she normally likes to fix me breakfast in the morning. She usually gets up, even though she didn't have to work until three today. She got up at her normal six o'clock and um, and she made me an egg. Egg, it was egg. And then she, she, she makes this sausage and she slices it real nice and thin, piles it over the eggs and puts a slice of American cheese on there. Toasts the bread in the skillet, not in the toaster. Cuts it in half. I don't like the crust. Get out of there. You are a pampered dandy. <laughs> you think I'm so? I'm living like garbage, <laughs> and you got a chef over at the house in between doing the lines. He comes in to make you... I'm, I'm disgusted. Move on. Um, Let's see. Barkbit asks, plan and shop for the whole week's meals or shoot from the hip with what's in the fridge? Cool guy style. Both. 
I, I plan and shop. See, I have a limited uh, rep- repertoire, repertoire of meals that I can cook, all right? Because I'm mm-hmm. no cook. I suck. Mm-hmm. But I'm the one-man show. I got to cook. Right. And so right. I'll buy the stuff that I know I can make, and then I just try to make, I try to go as far between serving as I can over mm-hmm. the period of weeks. So, yeah, that's the way I do it. Mm. I know um, you don't cook, so you don't know, do you? No. I, you know. I Whatever Eve says. Yeah. Do you, do you give her a, a proposed menu or how's that work? Uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes I make some requests, you know, and she's usually she usually acquiesces like, you know, I ask for you know, some particular there's a kind of red pork that dish that she makes really well and sometimes I ask for that and but I don't know, I've never really like I go with her to the grocery store and like I help push the cart. So I feel like I'm doing my part. See, none um, of the things I cook are a dish. Like there's no like I don't have a dish. This is my specialty <laughs> dish. I don't have any of that. You know, the fact well, that she can like prepare to... you a dish, it fills me with rage, both primal rage. <laughs> um, David Hearn writer asks, what game did you enjoy being the villain in? And what did you do in the game that was nefarious? And he says for him, it was Shogun on the C64. Rather than becoming Shogun, he went on rampages, killing all the Lords to stop anyone else from becoming Shogun. Hmm. What do you, you got anything on that? I had to, I had to think. I about don't that. normally like playing games where you can do bad things. Um, I guess Rampage is probably the closest thing. Well, and you're not that because, like, when victim. I played Mass Effect, like yeah. I, I, I even tried to be bad for a while, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. City of Heroes had an expansion called City of Villains, right, where mm-hmm. you make your own villains up, and it is fun to take a villain and go into a big group of people and just start beating the crap out of them. But unfortunately, you can't just go into a pile of like civilians and do it. And so it's kind of a letdown. But it's neat to make a villain and then unleash him on people. I wish you could do be more villainous in that game, but making them is pretty fun. I'm kind of like you. I like smacking suckers around in Dungeon Master. Or what was that called? That was Dungeon, Dungeon Keeper. Keeper. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was fun to try to kill the people off. I, I enjoyed that back in the day. It's been a while since I played it. Also, it's fun to occasionally just blow up all the lemmings. Does that count? That's something I enjoy. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. That counts. Lord Soup asks, you can make a good game for the Amiga to fill a genre and or subject that you think the Amiga lacks. For example, I'd like to make a wrestling game that doesn't suck and uses the CD32 pad. A2 yes. <laughs> Amigos, Y2. What do you think, Aaron? Who was that, Soup? This Is was it... Soup. Yeah, good. That was a good answer, Soup. Uh I... That's not bad at all. That would be near the top of my list. Um, I'm trying to think what genres that the Amiga was slim in because we had they covered most of the genres. I know you didn't like their platform offerings that much, but I uh, yeah, but I mean, there's still a million of them though. That's right. Do you have anything that bursts into yeah. your mind? While I'd I'm make I'd this? make a decent baseball game because there aren't any on the Amiga. You're not wrong. TV Sports Baseball, aka Bo Jackson's, is not the best. Uh, and uh, it's a shame that none of the games, uh, none of the none of the other TV sports games can live up to TV sports basketball. Right. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so I would like to have a, uh, you know, it's another sport. I would like to have a decent boxing game. I mean, they had 4D oh, yeah. boxing, but yeah. it, it, you know, it's not that great. I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of like punch out, but maybe something mm-hmm. a little more semi, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something but, like uh, a Ready to Rumble. On no, the more semi than that. More like Fight okay. Night type game. Okay. You know, with, with like real boxes, you can make your own box or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be fun. 
but the rustling idea is is good too. Uh, so I, I I might even go with that. And yeah, someone asked about Hardball. I did have Hardball, but Hardball, hardball. Two is a lot better, and Hardball Three is better still. And Amiga didn't get those, and so you're kind of stuck on that one. Yeah, any game that that gives you a forced, uh, you know, uh, a non movable camera when you hit the ball, that 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 flew in the eight bit era, but in the sixteen bit era, we we moved on from there. Mm. Um, Jonah asks, Beyonce once sang about what she'd get up to if she were a boy. What mischief do you think you'd find yourself getting up to if you were both girls? Hmm. Well, I've got to answer this very carefully, Boat, uh, because what do you, do you have anything? Slumber parties, pillow fights. They, they don't really do that. It's the problem. What? That's what boys think they do, but they don't do that. They don't do that stuff. I don't know too I've much seen about far girls, more, with you. I've seen far more pillow fights with dudes than I have with chicks. You know, and they're not well, they're not fun. They're just malicious where you try to kill a sucker with a pillow. They get all the stuffing in one side, swing it like they're fucking a club. I honestly don't know what girls get up to. Like I watch my girl students and they they just like sit and talk together while the boys are doing everything they can to wreck the band room. So it would be fun to to like mock the boys. That'd be kind of yeah, they do give, that. They do get up to a little of that. Yeah, give them the business. You know, like I said, it's that's a tough question because we're not tootsie. We can't. We don't know. We're boys. I don't know what they're getting up to. All I know yeah. is I don't know what they're getting up to, and I have no idea how they work. Like how they're why? No idea. I, I, it's a mystery to me. So maybe it'd be a good way to learn. But yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Jonah asked a question about the new Bond film. He says the new Bond film has just premiered in London. Are you excited about this? You know, I love Bond. And I believe a few people in Discord have said this Bond movie was good. All right. However, I'm worried about the Bond movie because uh, the I'm, Bond was never what I would call the most politi politically correct uh, hero. All right, but he's because he's a secret agent. He killed suckers. He did stuff mm -hmm. you're not supposed to do for the queen. You know that's the right. way it went. You know, and also his series has been around so long that things that flew in the first say thirty years of Bond might not fly now. All right, uh, so it worries me that they're gonna go in there and clean Bond up in a way that will make him less Bondy. All right, and I know the guy doing this that directed this movie. I believe it's the same guy that does. Um, uh, True Detective, which I always heard was a really good show, uh, but I know for a fact they're they've done some stuff that I think I'm not going to like. So I'll look at this. I'm going to look at the new Bond movie like I looked at the new Doctor Who, the Chick Doctor Who. Like I'm not burying it. I'm going to see. I'm going to. I'm going to see. I'm going to give it a chance, and then I'll bury it or praise it after I've seen it. I don't. I won't bury anything until I've had a look at it. You know. But the chick Doctor Who was no buys, no good, and she's already gone. And and I don't blame her per se. I blame the writing, uh, which was horrible. It was bad before she got there. And Bond, you know, live or die by the story. So we'll see what happens. So I, I'm mm -hmm. not optimistic, though. I'll be honest. The last yeah. Bond movie, which was called Spectre, was not good, and not for reasons of political readiness. It just wasn't good. So there you go. And I know you don't give a crap about Bond, but no, don't care. Mister Chip asks. What is one thing for the Amiga? It could be a game, an accessory, or anything that you wish you were able to purchase on the day of its release instead of after the fact as an adult. Um, well, 
I've mentioned this before. There's a, there was a thing for the 500 called a Bodega Bay. I really wanted one of those when it came out. Uh, I didn't have a 500. At the this time, is the thing that turned your 500 into like a big box Amiga, right? That's right. And then there was the one for the 1000 that I wanted, but they never released, as far as I know. So I would say that. I would love to have had that because it clearly existed somewhere. It, just, it had no, not a wide release or no release that gave you Zorro slots and all the stuff that you could get. Uh, I would love to have had one of those. And the Bodega Bays are cool looking. I'd like to have one now, uh, but they're they're incredibly difficult to get, and especially in good shape. But I always thought, that, you know, when you've got a 1000, I knew I was tardy to the party on the Amiga because everyone else had Amigas that could do more than a 1000 even back in the day. And so I was always looking for a way to keep it and still be able to do the stuff that I couldn't do at the time. You know, mm. does that make any sense? So yeah, I, yeah, I'd say something like that. Um, for me, I would love to have, I would love to have the memory of purchasing a 1000 on launch day. I think that would be super cool. And I would take like a camera with me and take pictures of the store and the guy that sold it to me. How big the would the camera be that you took? That'd be big. It'd be big as the Amiga that you would take <laughs> to film that. And, you know, I wonder where you could buy those on. I mean, because we know they didn't launch the day that they showed them in Times Square or whatever, right. or wherever they were at. So uh, uh, God only knows where you would buy those on launch day. They're probably really tough to even find. You'd have to you know? go to New York or someplace like that. Yeah, Definitely yeah, not absolutely. Charleston, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. And finally, Pajaco6502 asks, when I was five years old, I told my folks I was going to run away and live with Wonder Woman, a.k.a. Linda Carter. Good choice. I think it was the invisible jet that sold it. Do you have any childhood aspirations that you deep down still hope will come true? I want to live with Linda Carter right now. Come on. <laughs> I loved her. I loved her. And that show was god awful. But I loved her. She was awesome. Uh, what about you, Bo? Go ahead. Childhood aspirations that I still hope I still feel like one day I can become a professional baseball player. Yeah, you think so? Do you? I just got. I'm waiting for my break. What are you a pitcher? What What is your no, game? No, I'm. I'm I, I think I could be. I could be right field. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, this is gonna sound really stupid. I always envied gymnasts. I really did, mm -hmm. and I, I really wish I had the jack to have become a gymnast and, ha and be like, uh, because it's only a hop, skip, and a jump between gymnast to like ninja movies, right? right. And then you, and right. then like Jim Cotta, for example. Mm -hmm. And then you could just cruise right into the Lucha Libre form. Mm -hmm. So, you're so really what you're saying threat. is the, the, yeah, the end, the end game is, is a luchador. No, I mean, really, did you, I just would have been a, like, think of how I've never done a flip. All right. No, me Ever neither. in my whole life. Right. And I see suckers online. They just do a they just, they, like they're getting a drink of water. Right? Can you imagine how cool it would be to have the control and the power to be able to do something like that? Absolutely, Much less that would be awesome. Work parkour or doing mm -hmm. a somersault run. I would love to know what that's like. I really would. Yeah. That's one the one thing I always wanted as a kid. Yeah, that's that. That's good. That's a good answer. All right, folks. That's going to do it for this month's Ask the Amigos. Uh, this is going to release. This these are September's questions, but we will. Uh, they are being released in October. We will be back before the end of October for October's Ask the Amigos. We hope you'll join us. And as always, if you're a member of our Discord community, feel free to pop us a question in the Ask the Amigos uh, channel. And if you're not a member of our Discord community, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/AmigosPodcast and uh, you can join up. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Adios. Adios. There it is, boat.